Thanks for doing this show. It's been a really good time. So we were talking about uh, kind of like the overall your arc with the B-Dale Club, like the peaks and valleys and stuff. And you wanted to mention something about that. Yes, I, I mean, I think all organizations go through this is that there are times when you have some good times and bad times. But the thing is, is that I don't recall where it was ever to the point where, you know, it was so bad that somehow we always found a way to re, uh, rebound and it gets back to the story of when the club was founded and I just want to compare it to like VFW's legions and other organizations they're national BDL has no affiliation with any other organizations and now if you look at it from back 50, 60 years ago is that the odds of this place still surviving and being here, and we're talking about it today, we're slim and none. You know, how many organizations can say that? When I first came to Minnesota, there was the biggest VFW in the state was located down on Rice Street. Or, or, I think it was one of the most lucrative ones around because I got involved with them because they sponsored, sponsored one of the hockey teams within Roseville. And anyway, they don't exist anymore. Legions have, you know, th throughout the state, throughout the country. Some are still there, some are not. So when you think about this, and I think the reason I said that, yeah, there's been peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys, but you know, as people have come and gone over the years, we always seem to find somebody else to step up and carry forward. And that's where we are today, is that, you know, with COVID in 2020, when we were shut down, yeah, we were hurting. We had to take out a loan. But as things started to rebound, and through the leadership that we have today, they did some things that helped bring more people in here. A lot of it had to do with uh, bringing in entertainment, and we've rebounded. That's outstanding. So that, and that's how it's done. And the, the the biggest difference I've known in terms of, and I think I've noticed this in work. I've noticed this 
in BDL Club and organizations, other organizations as well, is that it's just harder to get people to find the time to really volunteer like it used to be. I mean, it's just they're so busy and there's so much going on these days and with two people working in the family and then kids and that, it's it's harder. And one of the big, one other comment I just want to make based on my, my experience is that, you know, when people, when you talk to people and about joining BDL Club, one of the first questions they ask you, what do I get for it? You know the answer that if somebody asked me that question? I say, really nothing. (coughs) Monetarily, nothing. Other than, yes, after a few years, you can get a discount if you want to rental the hall. But, you know, but at the same time, you know, it goes back to what I said earlier. I've been involved in PTA organizations, hockey, baseball, BDL club, been president, on the board, all these Never have gotten paid a cent. Never paid a cent. Okay? But you know what the real reward is? Not what you get paid for it. Here back in, uh, it was 2017, not that far long ago, <coughs> BDL Club submitted me for a, they have a Gavel Club award they give to people for community services. Now, <coughs> At that banquet, all three of my sons, their wives, and of my six grandchildren, four of them were there. The other two were still at school and couldn't make it. But you know what? No, I never got paid anything for all the volunteer services, all the hours that I put in. But the biggest reward was having them all there attending and for me to say your parents for my grandkids I said your parents did the same thing as I did in terms of how they brought you up and I said to the grandkids that were there they said they carried on the legacy and I hope you carry on the legacy too wow and that's to me that was the biggest award you can't buy that you just can't buy that and I think a lot of people always wonder, what am I going to get you know, out of this? What am I going to get out of it, money-wise? No, it's a reward for volunteering services, being able to do something to do a service for your community. My, I think I've been coming to the B-Deal for, I don't know, four or five years, not all that long, but for some reason, the first person I ever met here was actually... Um, Tim Waller, the current president right now, and uh, and then Gloria, who's here, they're having a board meeting here, and then Kate, they came to see me play one time and asked me to play down here. I was already hanging out down here by then, and especially during that COVID time, that's kind of where the rubber meets the road. It seems to, yeah. it seems to go on on friends and acquaintances and businesses and stuff, and and. Um, during that time, when I was completely shut down as an, as a musician and 
you know, therapy dog worker and all that stuff. And I'd play outside and all the members that would come out there and, and support that, of course, we'd be safe or whatever. But uh, and then all the friends I had that would call when JT had the kitchen down here and and we'd order food from them all the time. And then like a lot of the members here, when there's a shortage of like the toilet paper and paper towels, members here, they'd call me up and they'd drop me off some stuff. It was just I really that's not really kicked in that I felt part of this whole B-Dale community. Yeah, you're exactly right. You're you're exactly right. Is that, uh, you know, everybody feels welcome here. Everybody feels welcome. Yes, there's some differences. There's, again, there's a much wider age spread that you have than we had years back, you know, differences. And so, you know, younger people like loud music, they have their interests, and uh, some of the older ones like a little quieter and all that, but it, it kind of all balances out, you know. It's, it's just, a, just just trying to, you, you just can't satisfy everybody. You know, we, every time uh, over the years here, we had one time we just had maybe two TVs, so then we had three, then we had four. They're hanging up on another one right now. <laughs> We're right in the middle of the annual deep freeze here in the Midwest, and I tell you one thing I love is the electric start in my black Jeep Cherokee got from ID Chrysler. Went 250,000 miles of my old car, just too much for that poor thing to take. I found myself looking for a new dream ride at ID Chrysler, and the staff can more help with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out the inventories on ZombrotaCDJR.com. Take the people drive down US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zombrota, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler on Broda today. Enjoy a safe winter season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. I'm going to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B-Dale Club, looking at the corner of Conroe B and Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun, and that is the truth. Pumped to have the legendary Dan Neal join me rocking up at B-Dale this week on Thursday. The legendary Winter Bocce Ball Tournament also will be on February 20th, 2022. Rob, Natalie, Shelley, entire bar staff, all the state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. As of late, my libation of choice, the classic Greyhound cocktail, and there to quote 16-time world champion Ric Flair, Tasty Little Devils, live music, pool table, pool tabs, bingo, botch ball, trimness, and much more. b has got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. But we're, I'm supposed to make a video for that TV. We're making a little promo video yeah. of all the, the fundraisers and all the fun stuff we've had here. They're going to yeah. somehow loop it on that TV, I guess. Yeah. Uh, a quick thing before we uh, move on. You said you worked in the restaurant there. And currently we have two mixed up a restaurant or whatever, these people that have food back there. Um, what's some of the when did what's some of the highlights or some of the restaurants that have been down here at the Bedo Club and what was yours? Well <laughs> I think it was Lowry's that, luncheon or no, what? No, 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 no. I can't really call it, call it a restaurant. It was that that uh when it started out, the BDO club used to do do it themselves, and and so when it started out, is I think I, yeah, the kitchen wasn't used at all. I mean, uh, we didn't, other than for uh, the person. Oh, I probably should have mentioned that too. Is that uh, you know, I, when I was president in ninety one and ninety two, my vice president was Kathleen McGough, and she was the first woman president. Nice. So, and. She was very involved with softball. Her dad was also very actively involved, and she used to run a lot of 
Sunday softball tournaments down here, one-day tournaments down here. And so we used the kitchen to cook up burgers and food for that, but it was all pretty much volunteer and, and that. And when, and then in, when, I, when I started, I think in 91 is when I was president there, and the ball teams were coming here. We didn't have anybody doing the kitchen to begin with, and, and there was a gas station on the corner, Jerry Spur down there in the corner. I walked in there one day, and they had one of these hot dog machines that had and brats. It, it went around in a circle, you know, type of thing. And they had it off to the side. I said, well, how come you're not using that? Well, the city came in and said, we can't have it where they can... They, they can go in and pull their hot dogs out of there, and so we got to get rid of it. Oh, so I picked it up, we brought it down here, and so we got brats, brats and hot dogs, and, and, they, and the bartender just did that. And as it got busier, we hired a person to cook hamburgers and do that down here. And then as time went on, then... I was still doing my consulting stuff during the day, computer, you know, I still do do some at my age, you know, I still enjoy doing it, and the thing was, is I did the kitchen for seven years, and that was before JT came in here, but it was just pretty much during the summer, you know, it was food for the bartender, for the ball teams, hot dogs, deep fried stuff, hamburgers, ring, onion rings, and all that. But the signature item that I had is I Your made homemade pizza. pizzas, homemade yeah. pizza. People still talk. I was up, I, I was up for, at a party for a good friend of mine that worked in the kitchen down here with me when I was doing homemade pizzas, and I would work on doing the pizzas while she took care of doing the fast food stuff. And I was up there for a party just last weekend that she had up there, and there were some of the friends I had not her friends that I hadn't seen in years. And they came up to me and they said, oh, my God, you made the best pizza I've ever had. You know, but, you know, just, uh, I mean, people, people remember that, you know, all, all around. And you talked about going to different places and BDL come, comes out. I can't tell you, through my grandkids playing hockey and going out to Centennial, going to Lindstrom, Chisago Lakes, meeting people out there, oh, you're from B. Dale Club. You know, my son says, yeah, B. Dale Club. And, oh, I was there once. I was there for a wedding. I was there for a party or someplace. I grew up. I graduated from Kellogg High School. I graduated from Bramsey, you know, and all over the place. It's amazing. You know, it's a small world. It is a small world. Yeah. I'm not even going to get into how, the, how much the universe goes through this place for good and through interesting stuff. Wherever I go, somehow things seem to come through the B-Dale Club. Yeah. It is amazing. You know, Joel Joel Anderson, you know him very well. Very well, very yes. Well. I was just sitting and talking with him. I think it was Christmas or uh, New Year's Eve, early New Year's Eve. And he was sitting there with another guy, and they just started talking. And all of a sudden, I heard a name, B.B. B.B. Eric Beebe. Eric Beebe. I said, my, I have a granddaughter playing for UMD, and they played Bemidji State. Or they played up in Bemidji. The game up there, I didn't go, but my son was up there. 
he sent me a picture. He said, I met Eric Beebe. His daughter plays for his daughter plays for Bemidji State, Bemidji State, and so, anyways, I said, and Eric grew up with one of my sons. He played on softball with them, and then I said, oh well, say hi to Eric for everybody. He said, he said, and they're going to be playing up there the fifth, fourteenth, and fifteenth the weekend up in Duluth, and I said, I said to my son, he said. Eric wants you to come up. He's going up there. He wants you to come up there, and he wants to party with you. <laughs> you know, you're talking about a small world, and then turn off to Joel. They knew, they knew Eric's dad, and they knew his daughter, who's playing for Bemidji State. And then it's like, wow, little things like that. You know. I remember I was playing a show somewhere. I don't know where it was. Somewhere in the middle of Wisconsin. And someone was in the audience. And I looked and they had a B-Dale Club sweatshirt. And I'm like, stop my show. I'm like, you go to the B-Dale? I love the B-Dale. <laughs> All right, Ed. Well, thanks. So Ed, Ed Lowry, thank you so much for being on the Mark Steri Music Podcast. And and uh, thanks for sharing. I've always I've always appreciated and 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 i've had so much fun down here and everyone's been so supportive of my career and this show especially in my and my performances and i wanted to somehow get down audio way wise like the history of this place how it all started and it kind of get just talking to you this last little while it seems like like i really want to like do more stuff and try to get in here a little more to do more other things um besides like helping out with the sports stuff or music stuff or whatever and and uh, what what a cool place well i just might add one thing too is that over the years like i said it started out pretty much sports orientated and all that but you know lately you know as years went on we also support a lot of senior stuff which i'm looking forward to <laughs> <laughs> the beatles helped out that i work for mine wearing the hat to canine inspired change or i do therapy dog work with my dog and uh, the Beedle Club has sponsored kids for our camps and stuff. Just does a lot of good work around the community as well. Um, Ed, who is your favorite current Beedle Club member, and who is your current least favorite? <laughs> I don't think I will. Uh, I, I, I will comment on that. No. <laughs> no, you're gonna get me. You'll get me in trouble with that yeah, one. But right. no, you know everybody. It's. Yeah, there's, there, you obviously like, you know, in, in fact, even people that work, the bartenders and that sort of thing, you know, you have ones that you like better than the other. But, you know, the thing is, is that I'm not going to, if there's one that I like better or worse than the other, I'm not going to say, well, wow, this person's working nice, so I'm going someplace else. No, I'm not, you know, to me, it's, I can deal with it. I'm easy going and I'm not, I, I, and even the people that, uh, that, very, very few, very few people over the years have I said that, you know, that I, I, I just try to cut it off, not, you know, if they want to talk, argue or something like that, I just say, no, it's enough, enough, we're not going anywhere with this. And, you know, you just kind of learn after a while that, you know, they're going to have their opinion, you have yours, and that's, we'll just go with it. All right, I'll end this episode on Ed, our usual running gag. Ed, what are you even doing here? It's Tuesday night. Aren't you supposed to be dancing up the lamplighter? <laughs> is this Mike still alive? <laughs> if it is, 
<laughs> when he brings that up and he's down here singing and he brings that up, I told him that, yeah, I said, <laughs> I, you know, I said, I've gone up there because you told me you were playing up there, Mark. And I get up there and you're not. What the hell? <laughs> All right, Ed, my good friend. Thanks so much for being on the podcast, man. Thanks for sharing the stories and, and we'll, 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 we'll see you soon, my friend. All right. Thank you, Mark. You say you don't love me no more. You say you don't love me no more. Well, I got myself a ticket in the brown leather jacket for the Chattanooga 444. You say that our love was a lie. You saying that our love was a lie. Well, this locomotive is faster than a NASA space shuttle And I'm going to the end of the line Well, there ain't enough whiskey in the world to ever drown your memory But that old whistle's blowing and it's time to get it going Put a mile between you and me You're saying that our love was in vain You're saying that our love was in vain Well, I'm a rockin' and a reelin' through the mountains and the valleys Box car of a Chattanooga drinking gown Crawling back again, you say I'll come crawling back again. But the sun is rising and the rain is disguising how happy I finally am. Well, there ain't enough whiskey in the world to ever drown your memory. But that old whistle's blowing and it's time to get it going. Put miles between you and me. You say that our love was in vain. Saying that our love was in vain Well, I'm a rockin' and a reelin' Through the mountains and the valleys In a boxcar of a Chattanooga train Yeah, well, I'm a rockin' and a reelin' Through the mountains and the valleys In a boxcar of a Chattanooga train <laughs> <laughs>